Hey, Boker Tov. <coughs> Today's daf is daf Beis and Beitz as we begin a new Masechet. It's called Beitza, an egg, because that's the first word of the Masechet, obviously. But there's another Sfar that's brought down, because we mentioned yesterday, Beitza is really what they serve to a mourner, because it has no mouth. So it's like a mourner can't speak. He's also stuck, you know, so the, uh, uh, an egg is similar to that. Today we also give bagels, things that are round like that, that have no opening. So <coughs> why? So what does it do with, with uh, Avelis? Because this Masechet is really Masechtas Yontif. The, we have a Masechtas Shabbos, Masechtas Erevin, but there's no Masechtas Yontif. This is really called Masechtas Yontif, but it starts with Beitza. So Shoshanim Ladavid says, because the Pasuk says, Vegilu Berada, even when you're happy and you're rejoicing on Yontif, you should do it with trembling, to remember that even on a day of Simcha, we have to remember the, the eventual day of our death. It's also a time to be, you know, to be serious. So even on Yontif, you have to take it with a grain of salt. So this Masechta starts off with Beitza, Shinolda Beyontif. We're speaking about on Yontif. And why is it talk about this case? This is a case where it's also brought down in Edios in the fourth parak. We usually, when there's a machluk, it's Beisham Beisilo. Beishamai is Machmer, Beisilo is Mekel, and the halacha is almost always like Beisilo. So these are exceptions to that rule. And the, in the, we're going to bring down this case. The first case is a case where Beishamai is Mekel and Beisilo is Machmer. Of course, we paskin like Beis Hillel, but Beis Hillel is the one who's more stringent over here. Beitza should know to be on to the Beitza that was, that was laid on Yontif. A chicken laid an egg on Yontif. Are you allowed to eat it on Yontif? On Yontif, you can cook, right? We know that Ein Bein Shabbos a Yontif, Nefesh Bavad. That's one of the main halachas of, of this Masechet Yontif, that, we're, that you're allowed to cook on Yontif, prepare anything for food on Yontif. The rabbis made exactly you shouldn't start harvesting and and uh, you know doing things that you could do before Yontif. You know you shouldn't come to Mazalzal and Yontif. You shouldn't come to make light of Yontif. So things that could be done before Yontif, you should do before Yontif. But technically, anything involved in preparation of food, including carrying it, you're allowed to because you can carry on Yontif, carry food, prepare food. So also you're allowed to carry other things. We'll talk about that halacha later on. Hutra once Ramatar carrying for food, you're allowed to carry things on Yontif. So those are the main difference between Shabbos and Yontif. Amen, Shabbos, Yontif, Nefesh, anything regarding food, you couldn't even shecht. So things that you need to eat fresh, there's nothing like fresh, you know, you don't want, you know, like my grandchildren say, we don't eat yesterday's chicken, you know, they want everything fresh, right? There's nothing like fresh, so uh, you're allowed to shecht on Yontif. You could shecht, many people do that. People uh, do barbecues on Yontif here in Eretz Yisrael. You see it very common, they barbecue on Yontif. You're allowed to cook on Yontif, right? You're allowed to even shecht an animal on Yontif. You could have shechted it yesterday, but it wouldn't be as fresh. So things that make no difference whether you did it yesterday or today, you should do yesterday. But otherwise, you're allowed to do it on Yontif. So here, what about a, an egg that was laid on Yontif? Beshamay says, Teichel, you can eat it. You can eat it on Yontif. No problem. There's no inyan of muksa for that, apparently. We'll see. Beisola says, no, lo teichel. What's the basis of the machlokas? We'll talk about that in the Gemara. What's the case over here? Beisola says, you shouldn't eat it. Okay, so Beisola is machmer. Then another, other two halachas that are not related really to this, to this case over here of, of uh, Beitza, but are related to, because they're brought down because Beishami here is also Mekel and Beisil is Mach. Beishami almost say, or Bekezayis. On Pesach, you know, you're not allowed to eat even a Kezayis of, of Chametz. Emashu is also, right? Chametz, if you eat a Kezayis, you're Chayiv you're Chayiv Koras. But, uh, but any amount is also, Chatzishi is also in the Torah. But uh, the question is, what are you chayev for? So are you chayev for eating a kezayis? Beishamai says, if it's yeast, a yeast is kezayis. For chametz, or actual chametz, like bread, kakosev is a larger amount, like a dried date, 
large uh, date. A date is like this, uh, between the size of a kazayas and a beitza. So, Beishamay says, you're only chayev for beer chametz. For eating, the truth is, eating, they both agree that it's the shear is a kazayas for chiv. The question is for beer. What do you chayev lo bayro bayimotza? You have to get rid of it. So, Beishamay says, yeast, you have to get rid of a kazayas. Chametz, the isra of beer is only on if you have a larger amount like kakosevus lojim. Basil says zev is a kazayas. So Basil is more machmer. Everything is a kazayas. You can't. You're not allowed to uh, to uh, say that you're not chayiv on beer chametz unless you have a kosevus of chametz. Even a kazayas would also. So again, Basil is machmer in this case. And then another alocha that Basil is machmer on, also related to yontav. That case of the second case, the case of Pesach, which is also yontav, but not all yontav. What about a shochet chayev oaf? The halacha is if you shecht a cow, so you shecht a cow, you check everything, you can eat it. If you check a chaya, uh, if, you, if you shecht a chaya, a kosher, a, a chaya tahora, like a deer, or a kosher, other kind of an animal, a giraffe, some kind of a kosher animal, that's not a behemoth, that's like a, that considered a, a, a wild animal, like a deer, or a bird, like a chicken, you have to do what's called kisya dam. You have to take dirt and cover up the dam. That's part of the process. So, let's say he did it on Yontav. Beshamay says, Okay, you could shecht. And then afterwards, you need some dirt, take a shovel, dig it up, and you pour it on, and put the dirt on the base. So, is there very make? Why? Because once, once you're allowed to shecht, and you shecht it, now you have a chiv to do kisui. It's part of the uh, achila process. So you're allowed to even dig up dirt. We'll see if the, if, if the shovel's already in the ground. It's not, not, a, not in all cases, but you're allowed to. Uh, Rashi, Rashi says that uh, we're speaking about where you already had the shovel in the ground base. So, lo you shouldn't shecht unless the dirt was already prepared. In other words, it was already loose dirt ready just to put on without digging it up. It was already dug out. Unless it was already dug out before, uh, before, during Chol, before Yantav started. A modem. Even Basil's motive that if you shechted already, you could dig up with the dirt. If the shovel was in the ground, you could dig up your chasa. Shefer is really, the, the shin is a little bit misplaced. We'll see in the Gemara. It means that, and also the uh, ashes that you have, uh, if you had ashes in your oven prepared from yesterday, that's also, you can cover it up with that too. And that's also considered muchan. And Basil says you can cover it with that. But the machlokus is, are you allowed to, when you don't have uh, dug up dirt, it's just the shovels in the ground, but you don't have dug up dirt, are you allowed to lechachila shecht, Beishamay says, and then dig out the dirt? Beishamay says, you shouldn't, you shouldn't dig out the dirt, you shouldn't dig out the dirt, but rather, so if you haven't got the dirt dug out, you, should, um, uh, you shouldn't shecht it on, on Yantif. Obviously, we're speaking about on Yantif, you can't shecht on Shabbos, that's for sure, Osir. Okay, so, Ein ben Shabbos, Yantif, Elochol Nefesh, Bilvad. Okay, so now, that's the Mishnah. Says the Gemara, what's the case of it? Let's go back to Beit Shinol to be Yantav. That's going to be our issue for a few days. The egg that was laid on Yantav, but you had a chicken laid an egg. You want to eat the egg. Beishamah says you may, Beishol says you may not. What's the machlokas? What's the case? If you're talking about a chicken that was made for eating, in other words, the chicken was set aside, you were planning on shechting that chicken. It wasn't, it wasn't, there's kinds of chickens that you use to lay eggs. They're kept for, for egg laying. And there's chickens that you're planning to shech, to, to eat. So if you're talking about a lettuce, why does Basil say you can't, uh, you can't, you can't, the, the whole chicken was, was, you could have shech, you could have eaten the whole chicken on, on Yantav. Were you about the egg? If the, if the chicken is muchan, the egg is part of the chicken. That's inside, right? Maitamayda Basil, ochla different, so it's simply part of the food. The whole chicken is considered food. You can shech it and eat it on, on Yantav. So the egg is part of the food of the chicken. It's just food that was separated from the other food. 
Oh, we're speaking about a chicken that was kept for egg laying. So this chicken was muktzah in terms of eating it on Yantef. Even though you're allowed to, you're allowed to shecht and prepare food on Yantef, but it has to be prepared before. As we'll see, you have to have, you have to have kavana, just like something is muktzah on Shabbos, muktzah on Yantef. You have to prepare the food the day before. So over here, when you went into Shabbos, or you went into Yantef in this case, you were, you were, this chicken wasn't going to be eaten. This chicken was for laying eggs. Oh, so if it's made for laying eggs, my time Hashem, why does Hashem say you're allowed to? The whole thing is muktzah. It was set aside. Muktzi, it's muktzi. It was set aside for laying eggs. The chicken was set aside for eggs, and the egg is part of the chicken. So you more my kushi adama beshami lesley muktzi. Maybe beshami holds like Reb Shimon, like we discussed in Shabbos and Erevin. Doesn't hold the muktzi, right? What's that? He doesn't hold the muktzi. It's not that he doesn't hold the concept of muktzi, but Rashi says that a person a, a person thinks that anything that he might use, he doesn't set that aside. He says, oh, maybe I'll use it on on on, on or on Shabbos. Something that's good for him, so he always thinks maybe they'll lay an egg. So what's your problem? Beishami doesn't hold the muktza, so he says you're allowed to take the egg and eat the egg. So it's kasakadaita, and the havamin are in the, in the. We're assuming now. I feel on the shari muktza, right? Even a person who says even Rab Shimon who says you're allowed, he hold, doesn't hold the muktza in general. Doesn't hold the muktza in general. Muktza is is, is mutter on Shabbos. According to Muktzah's Mutar and Shabbos and Yantip, but Benolid also, because if this item is here, so you'll say, I'm not going to set it aside. Maybe I'll use it on nothing. Maybe I'll have it for Shalashudas. Maybe I'll use it for something. But Nolid, he didn't anticipate it. He didn't know the egg's going to come out on, on Yantif. So Mela, he's assuming over here that Nolid is also. So if that's the case, my time out of Hashem. If you're assuming that everybody holds, even if you hold Muktzah's Mutar, but Nolid is also. So why does Hashem say, if the, if the thing is Nolid, that's real. That's like a bad, bad muktza, right? It's like a bad muktza. Remember, he had Bashan, Rabbi Shimon holds even even though Rabbi Shimon doesn't hold the muks in general. But let's say muks machs chasar and kiss, uh, precision instruments, expensive items. Even here, he holds a muktza. You're not planning on using that at all on on Shabbos or on Yantif, and it's muktza. So here also, even if he doesn't hold muktza, but he holds of nolat. So why does Bishamah say you're allowed to eat the egg? So we have four, we'll have four different opinions as to what the what the problem is. Rav Nachman is the first one. I'm Rav Nachman. We're speaking about a chicken that's set aside for eggs, that to lay eggs, and therefore the chicken's really muktza. Ud isle muktza isle nolad. And if you hold of muktza, you hold of nolad too. Not like we assumed before with less lay muktza, less lay nolad. Before we assume even if you own muktza, but this is nolad. No, if you hold of muktza, you hold of nolad. No, it's just a different type of muktza. Maybe it's a more severe muktza, but it's muktza. It's set aside. So if you hold of muktza, you hold of nolad. That's Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda holds a muksa. The less they muksa, less they know it. If you don't hold muksa, you don't hold them all. So very simple. Beishami holds like a shimmy doesn't hold the muksa. It's not we don't hold the muksa. Only in rare cases. This is not a rare case. Beishami crib shimmy who doesn't hold the muksa. There he says if the egg's born on Shabbos, it's muksa, or born on Yantif, it's muksa. He doesn't hold the muksa. Beishil crib Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda holds a muksa. Okay, that's a simple answer, but the, does Rav Nachman really say that? Is that really Pshat and Rav Nachman over here? Beis Hashanah Beyantav. Beishami says it's mutter because he doesn't hold the muktza. He holds like Rav Shem. Mir Rav Nachman Hachim Vatzanam Beishami Omrim. Magbiyam Al Shulchan Atzmos Hakimim. You finished eating, and you've got eggs and and crumbs and shells left on the table. Are you allowed to pick them up? They're muktza now. They have no purpose, right? Are you allowed to pick them up on Shabbos? So it says over Beishami says Magbiyam Al Shulchan Atzmos Hakimim. You're allowed to. Ubeis Hill says, Masalik is a tabla kula No, you can't touch the, you can't move with your hand, you can't move these uh, crumbs and the uh, shells and things like that. But rather lift up the whole tray. The tray is a kli, so it's not muktzah, and then shake it out. Okay, that's what the Mishnah says over there. Right? Mishnah says, Beishamai says, 
doesn't hold the Muxbe says, but Amr of Nachman, Nachman says, no, we have the sheet is reversed. We all did the way around. Beishamai says, you may not move. We, we do move crumbs on Shabbos, right? We move the crumbs. Why? Because we all like Beisil. He all like Abshimah. Basically, it doesn't hold the Muktzah. We only hold the Muktzah in rare cases. But Lamaisa, we pass like Abshimah, doesn't hold the Muktzah in most cases. So, Beishamai, Kareb Yehuda, that Rabbi Nachman says, Beishamai holds like Abshimah, he holds a Muktzah, and Beisil holds like Abshimah. So, <laughs> we got a problem over here. How could Rav Nachman give the answer and say, oh, Beishamai says you're allowed to eat the egg that was laid on Yontif. Why? Because he doesn't know he holds like Rav Shem, doesn't hold the Muktzah. And Beishil holds the Muktzah like Rav Yudah, so he says it's Osir. Where Rav Nachman himself said the other way around. Beishamai holds like Rav Yudah, that he holds a Muktzah, and Beishil doesn't hold the Muktzah, he holds like Rav Shem. Amlach Rav Nachman, it depends if it's Shabbos or Yontif. Our mission speak about Yontif. Gabi Shabbos, the Sessel Matanik Rav Shem, Rebbe, Rav Yudah Nasi, who, who the editor of Mishnayis. We have a clout that is, if you said a Stam Mishnah without a name, authorless, he said it's Stam to tell you that's the halacha. So where we have a Stam Mishnah like Rav Shimon on Shabbos, the Tanan. That was like Rav Shimon, the Tanan. Let's say you had gourds, big gourds. Are you allowed to cut them up for animals on Shabbos, even though there's a lot of work involved? Yes, you're allowed to, because he doesn't hold the muktzah. That's on a veil of club. Let's say a, uh, an animal died on Shabbos. So before Shabbos, even if it was a kosher animal, it was muktzah. You weren't planning on eating it. It wasn't geshachten. Okay, so it's really muktzah, but it died on Shabbos. Can you feed it to the dogs on Shabbos? You're allowed to. He says, Because you know, it's all the muktzah. So there, it's a stam mishnah in Shabbos. Stam mishnah goes like, is, is like Rav Shimon. So mukum beisil Rav Shimon. So Rav Nachman says, listen, since by Shabbos, Rav Yudah Hanasi said, a stam mishnah like Rav Shimon, so by Shabbos, obviously he holds like like Rab Shimon. And therefore, when it comes to Shabbos, Beis Hillel goes like Rab Shimon. Because we paskin like Beis Hillel, and we paskin like a Stam Mishnah. So if you have a Stam Mishnah that says like Rab Shimon, we, we, we have to assume that Beis Hillel goes like Rab Shimon. That's by Shabbos. That's why we say, Mike B. And I say, that's where Rab Nachman says that Beis Hillel says you're allowed to remove the crumbs and the, and the, you know, the shells and the, and the uh, whatever, the, uh, the bones and th- on Shabbos. Why? Because the Mishnah says there's no muktzah on Shabbos when it comes to those things, because we pass like Beis we pass like Rav Shimon, who goes like Rav Shimon. Avol Gabi Yontif, and I'm at Beis, Avol Gabi Yontif, this Asun Matanik Rav Yudah, by Yontif, Rav Yudah Nasi gave, us, gave an authorless Mishnah, an anonymous Mishnah, there he passes like Rav Yehuda, that there is Muktzah, the Tanan, how do we know? That Eim Mavakan Eitzim Menachoros, but Menachoros is Rav Yontif. Are you allowed to chop wood? You're allowed to chop wood if it's for Ochel Nefesh, if you need to make a fire, right, and, and to cook on Shabbos, on Yontif, you're allowed to. But, you can't chop wood. So let's say you had beams ready for construction. You had a pile of beams for construction, a pile of, of, of uh, beams there. You can't chop those up. Or let's say you had a beam in a house that, and the beam fell down on Yontif. Are you allowed to? Jishmer Yontif, you're not allowed to. You're not allowed to chop it. That's muktzah. What do you mean he holds muktzah? We said before, Basil holds like a machine, doesn't hold the muktzah. But by Yontif, we have a Stam Mishnah. Stam Mishnah says, Right, the Mishnah says in Masachet Shabbos, you're not to. So there, the Mishnah says like Rabbiuda. So again, because since we want to say that the Stam Mishnah Allah is like a Stam Mishnah, and we always pass them like like Basilo, so by Shabbos the Stam Mishnah goes like Reb Shimon, and by Yantiv the Stam Mishnah goes like Rabbiuda. So we say Basilo holds that way. So that's how Rav Nachman will answer it. So Rav Nachman, again, okay, so how do we stand now? Rav Nachman said, what's Pshat in the Mishnah? Beishamai says. Uh, there is no muktza. He doesn't hold the muktza. Why? Because he holds, he holds, Beishamai says you're allowed to eat the egg. Why? You're allowed to eat the egg because Beishamai holds that there is no muktza. It was like a Shimon. And Beishilo, who he paskin like, 
holds like by Yantif, we go like Rabbi Huda, that there is muktza on Yantif. Okay, that's how you're explaining it. So the Gemara now says, all right, um, I understand there, but what's the difference between Shabbos and Yantif? Who edited the Mishnah? Who, who made those Mishnahs? Anonymous, that was Rabbi, Rabbi Huda, that's what we said. So, okay, we understand now why you said our Mishnah, how you explained it, Rav Nachman, but why did Rabbi do that? Why were, on Shabbos he paskins like Rav Shimon, and on Yantav he paskins like Rabbi Yehuda? What's going on? Maishah B'Shabbos says something like Rav Shimon, and Maishah B'Yantav says something like Rav Yehuda. Either you hold like Rav Shimon or like Rav Yehuda. He says, no, Ami Shabbos, the Chamir Shabbos, which is more stringent anyway, but you won't come to make light of Shabbos. Sassim Rav Shimon, he says, listen, that's the Iker Allah is real like Rav Shimon, that there is no Muktza. On Shabbos, there is no Muktza. You're allowed to clean off the crumbs and stuff like that. Don't worry about Muktza. We've got like Rav Shimon, who is more lenient, the Mekel. Yantif to kill. Yantif, which is anyway more cool. Why? Because you're allowed to cook and carry on Yantif. Vasil Zazulbe, maybe you'll come to make light of Yantif. Sassan Kriyus, therefore, he went, he was Machmer, and he said, like Rav Yudu, was more Machmer, and says that there is, we do hold a Muktza in many cases. So it's an interesting thing that on, on, on Yantif, we hold, he holds a Muktza, and on Shabbos, he doesn't hold a Muktza. He holds like on Yantif, he holds like Rabbiura with the Machmer. Okay, that's Pshat. So therefore, Basil is Machmer in our Mishnah because it's Yantif. On Yantif, he goes like Rabbiura. So Mayu came to Betanagosam as like elevates him. Wait, so you're saying we're talking about a chicken that was kept for laying eggs. That was what it was kept for, laying eggs. And therefore, the chicken is basically Muktza. But if the, the chicken is Muktza, and the eggs that came out of it on Yantif are Muktza. So Basil says you can't eat it, and Beishama says you can. So that's the machlokas and Mishamukza. So Yahi, why is machlokas Adam Why are you talking about the egg? Adam if you give a about the We're talking about a tanagolas, the chicken itself is kept for eggs. So can you can you shecht the chicken on Shab on Yantif or not? You're allowed to shecht on Yantif, right? But only if it's set aside, as we'll see the Psukh You gotta prepare from Chol to Yantif, from Chol to Shabbos. You gotta prepare it before. So if you hold if you hold of hachana you have to you have to prepare it before. So over here the tanagolus was kept for eggs. So therefore the chicken itself was muktza. So why are you talking about the eggs? The eggs that came out on yantif. The says doesn't hold a muktza. You can eat it. Basil is a muktza. What about the chicken itself? Argue about the chicken itself. What came first, the chicken or the egg? Right. So so why not talk about the chicken? Says the answer is Oh, I'll tell you why. You want to tell the Chiddush of Beishamai to Benol and Shari. The chicken we understand is Motiras Nol the Mukta. The Chiddush is even more than Stam Mukta. Nol it. It wasn't even here when Yantav started. That he's Matri from that. So tell me the Machlokas by Tanagos. Tell you by Tanagos. Forget about the egg. Even the chicken, Beishil says, you cannot eat because it's Mukta. So why do not tell me that? Right, tell me the chiddush of beisilul the mamukza asri vechitem mikoch that they are adaf. We always say, should you tell me the chiddush of something which is mutter, something that's asri? We always say koch that they are adaf. You need a chiddush. You need to be smart. You need to use logic and and lumdus to be matter something. To asri something, I'm going to say I'm not sure. Okay, it's asr. You know, any idiot doesn't. You don't. Need, any idiot can say if you have a shaila. Okay, it's asr. Uh, you don't have to. That, you always go lechumra to be matter something. That already needs chiddush, that needs koch. So you want to tell me maybe koch or adaf? That's why you talk about the egg to tell me the beishamay is matter even the egg. Forget about the chicken, but even the egg is mutter. Maybe that's a chiddush. So the bio. So argue by both of them. Tan golos on medus legal beitzim. He beitz also beishamim teachol beisulam. So tell me chiddush by the egg and the chicken. Now the Gemara doesn't. Whenever the Gemara says about that, uh, tell me the chiddush leiser or chiddush leheter. It doesn't know. And it says oh koch tatera adaf right. 
So here the Gemara asks, well, why don't you say both? Tosas asks, we don't always, throughout Shas, we don't always say, why don't you say both? So the Gemara, the, the Rishon give different answers. Tosa says, because it's very easy to say here. All you have to say is, he ubeits usa. You know, the Tanagolas, uh, he ubeits usa, it's a, it's, a short, it's a short trip. It's not a long uh, explanation. Just say the egg and the Tanagol are both mutter, or, or the, and Basil says that he and the Tanagolas are both usher. Other Rishonim say because the egg is part of the chicken, so it's easy to, that's why, but in other cases, we're talking about different cases. Do you say the case which is usher, the case which is mutter? In any case, Gemara says, the Gemara sort of slugs up Rav Nachman over here and says, listen, you're saying that we're talking about a Tanagolus which is kept for, is kept for laying eggs. So it's muktzah. So the machlokus is, is muktzah or not? So if the machlokus is about muktzah, why talk about only the egg? Talk about the chicken too. Ah, you'll tell me the chicken is a chiddush in Rabbi Huda, and the egg is a chiddush in, in, uh, in, or in, according to Rabbi Shimon, in Beishamai, that it's mutter. So say by both. Tell me lacha by both. Right, so he who baits us, so Bishamiram Techomev says, Lotecha, Ella Maraba. So, therefore, the following rabbis don't like Rav Nachman's answer. They were speaking about a chicken which is Muktza, and the egg is therefore also Muktza, and Basil says Muktza is Osser, and Yantip, Bishami says that it's Mutter, he goes like a Shimon. Rabbi gives a different answer. We're, talking, we're not talking about a case where the chicken is kept for egg, egg laying, but it's rather a chicken that you're planning to eat. You're planning to eat, you could shecht it on Yantif. You may not at the end, but you're planning to shecht it on Yantif. Uva Yantif shechal yasar Shabbos You know what we're speaking about? We're talking about Yantif that came out the day after Shabbos. Yantif came out on Sunday. So what's the problem? Mushum achana, because it was prepared the day before. If the egg was laid today, it was completed the day before. And the Mephoshim say, why are you talking about the case? Because if it was completed today, there's no issue. Something that was, Shabbos can prepare for itself and Yontif can prepare for itself, as we'll say in a second. Rabbi Tamei, it was really the egg was here the day before. And the day before was Shabbos. And you can't prepare something on Shabbos for Yontif. Why? Remember, Hashem told us in the Midbar, on Friday, prepare what you have to, what you have to do. And we're not talking about preparing cooking and baking, because it says, Cooking, we are talking about. Hachinu means with your mind. You have to prepare it in your mind. Make it not muktzah. Chol and Astam Yom Shishi is a Astam Friday is a weekday. Chol mechin the Shabbos a weekday can prepare for Shabbos. Chol mechin the Yontif ain Yontif mechin the Shabbos. You can't prepare from Yontif to Shabbos. Ain Shabbos mechin the Yontif. We'll talk about later on about cooking on Yontif for Shabbos only where you made an air of Tafshilim because you started cooking the day before. But basically you can't start cooking on Yontif for Shabbos and certainly on Shabbos you can't prepare for Yontif even if it didn't involve cooking you can't prepare. So here we're speaking about where the Shabbos came out. The Yontif came out on Sunday. So the, what's the reason why? The truth is the chicken you could eat. The chicken you could shecht on Yantif because you could, it was prepared. The problem is that the egg was, the, was prepared the day before, right? It was, it was, it was, it was um, finished, it was completed the day before, and you didn't prepare the egg for Yantif. It was, it was, you didn't prepare it the day before. It was prepared on Shabbos. Shabbos, you can't prepare for Yantif. You had to prepare it before, and it wasn't prepared before. If, it would have been, if the egg would have been completed, let's say, three days before, so you could say, I'm planning to eat the egg, that's going to come out on, it's going to be laid on Yontif, but it was finished before, fine, you could say it was, it was, it was prepared on Yontif, in your, on the whole, in your mind. On Wednesday or Thursday, you prepared to, to eat it, even though it didn't come out. That's possible, but if it was prepared only on Shabbos, Shabbos can't prepare for Yontif. That's, that's as far. Tishri. If you, the only case in the mission speak about a Yontif that came out, only if, it, only if the leg was, a, if the egg was laid on Sunday, 
since it was finished on Shabbos, and Shabbos can't prepare for Sunday, therefore it's so good. So let's say it was a regular yontif that didn't come out on Sunday, came out on Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday, and the egg was laid then, would that be mutter, according to what you're saying, even according to Beis Hillel? Oh, you know what? All eggs laid on yontif are usher to eat. Exera, because an egg that was laid on Shabbos when, when the yontif came out on Sunday. It, since on, when Yantha came out on Sunday, you can't eat an egg that was laid on Sunday. Why? Because it was prepared on Shabbos, and you can't prepare from Shabbos to Yantha. So you're, we forbid you to eat all eggs born on any Yantha, if it's Xera. In other words, the, the first issue of Hachana, Rashi says, is a Muktza Doraisa. In other words, the concept of preparing is Doraisa. Rashi says, Viyot Mihocha, the Muktza Doraisa. This that you have to be prepared, if it's, it has to be set aside, if it's not set aside, it's Muktza, you have to dafka, set it aside for Yontif has to be not on Shabbos, right? You can prepare on Chol for Shabbos or for Yontif. Yontif is also called Shabbos. That's why it applies Yontif also Kari Shabbos. So you can prepare on Yontif or you can prepare a weekday for Shabbos or for Yontif, but you can't prepare from Shabbos to Yontif and Yontif to Shabbos. And in a regular Yontif that doesn't come out on Sunday, the reason it's also is because of the Yontif that comes out on Sunday. What about Shabbos, the Alman Tishri? What about if it was what about if it came out on Shabbos? Let's say the egg, the egg was laid on Shabbos. So it was finished on Friday. So why don't you say there you're allowed to eat that egg, right? You don't, and there don't hold the muktz, even maybe possibly well Nachman said even according to Beis Hill, you don't hold muktz there, right? Tishri says, Shabbos because you're worried about a Shabbos came out after Yantif. If Yantif came out on Friday and the egg was laid on Shabbos, so that means the egg was prepared or it was finished on Yantif. You can't prepare from Yantif to Shabbos. Says Omega Zrinan, do we make such a gzair? But Tanya, we learn our shechas. Let's say you shechted Tanagolos on Yantif. Umatzav babeitzmi. You found Gemurus. You found some eggs. As you shechted, there was an egg inside. Mutaris lachlan biyantif. You're allowed to eat on Yantif, right? Ah, you mean if you're worried about gzairah, ligzum shemhanachtem misyalmi. Why aren't you worried about gzairah if it was if it was laid that day? You just said that if it was laid that day, it's also right. E whether it's on whether it was on Sunday or some other day. If Yantif came out on that Sunday or some other day, it's also. Right? Why didn't you say also oh, it's exera? Why don't you say if you're worried about exera, migazrinan? Why if your if your gozer on a regular yontif that didn't come out on Sunday because of because of a yontif that came out on Sunday? Why do we say that if you shech the tarnagolas and you find an egg inside, you're allowed to eat it? Why aren't you worried about if it was born that day? Like be gozer because of an egg that was born on that day? If that day was a Sunday. It's a very easy answer. To find an egg in a, in a chicken, usually when the, when the egg is ready, it's laid. To, to check a chicken and find an egg inside is rare. It happens, but it's rare. It's something which is rare. If it's not dear, if it's rare, the Rabbanan didn't make a there. So that's the second answer. So Rav Nachman says, remember, the first answer is Rav Nachman who says what? That the baits, uh, we're speaking of a, 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 a chicken, a hen that was... Um, that was uh, kept for egg laying, and the question is, is it muktzer? But the question then is, why does only talk about baits? talk about the chicken itself. So Rabbi gives an answer. No, we're talking about a chicken that was set for eating, and it's not muktzer at all. The reason why you can't eat the egg is because the if the egg came out on yontif, it came out, it, it, it was completed the day before. The day before was Shabbos, and Shabbos cannot prepare for yontif. Yontif can't prepare for Shabbos. The other yom tovim are also because because of exera uh, of a yontif that comes out on Sunday. Rabbi Yosef, Amar Gzair, Mishim Peres, and Oshman. 
the reason why you don't eat eggs that were laid on Yontif is because we're worried about like a, it's like a, it's like an apple that fell off a tree. You don't eat a, a, an apple that fell off a tree on Yontif. You don't eat. I'm only a buy a pair. So I'm time. But what's the reason why you can't eat uh, an apple that fell off a tree? It fell off a tree. You didn't pluck it. Because maybe you'll go to pluck it if you eat the the apple that fell off the tree on Yontif. You might pluck it. So he goof exer. That's exer. The only reason you can't eat the the the, the apple. But that that uh, before the apple was probably completed uh, a week before, right? It doesn't fall off the second it's uh, it's ripe. It was probably very week before. So what's wrong? The problem is if you're allowed to eat uh, apples that fell off the tree, you might come to cut it off also. So that's exera. By not knocking now we're making exera. You're saying the reason why you can't eat apples that fell off a tree is because you might come to pluck it. And now we're saying the reason why you can't eat eggs that came out of a chicken on Yontiv is so maybe you'll come to eat the the tree the uh, the apple that fell off a tree. So you're making exera to another exera. It was all one exera. In other words, when the rabbi said it's one exera, Rashi says that it's all one exera. When they said, don't eat anything that fell off a tree, they meant to say eggs that came out of a chicken, the apples that fell off a tree. That's all the same. It's all one big thing. Don't eat one thing that was came out of something else because you might come to pluck a tree. Rabbi Yitzhak says a different, slightly different. If, let's say, you had fruits and, uh, and juice uh, oozed out of, the, out of the fruits, exuded from the fruits, you're not allowed to have that juice. Why? Because it's there. Maybe you'll come to squeeze it out on, on Shabbos or Yontif, and that's a told of dosh. Amalei Abayah, Mashkin Shazabu, Taim Amai, Xera, Sham because he might come to squeeze it out. So again, he goof Xera. The reason why you can't eat, uh, drink the juices that came out of a fruit is because Xera, Sham and now you make Xera for the egg that came out of a chicken because of that. It's again Xera, Xera. He goof Xera, not Xera, Xera. says, no, Kulachat Xera. It's all one Xera that what the rabbi said. Don't eat the juices that came out of the fruit, and don't eat the eggs that fell off of the chicken that came out of the chicken. Kulik Rav Nachman Lo Ami, all these last three rabbis, Rabbi Yosef and Rabbi Yitzchak and and, and Rabba, didn't go like Rav Nachman because Kikushim, because they said if it goes like Rav Nachman, we're speaking about a chicken that was made for laying eggs. So why talk about the beitza? Talk about the chicken itself. They didn't go like Rabbah who said, well, we're speaking about a chicken that was made for, it was set aside for shechting, but the concern is preparing from Shabbos to Yontif. They don't hold of hachana. It doesn't mean to say they don't hold of hachana. Hachana is in the Pasuk. It's a, it's, a, it's a derisa. But they mean to say they don't hold of hachana, right? It's, it's not that they don't hold of hachana at all. They hold of hachana, but what? But they, they don't apply it in this case. Right. In other words, they don't say that. Um, right. They when we say cool, they they don't hold of of uh, of that. They sing like this. Uh, they don't hold that every egg that was uh, com- that was laid today was uh, completed yesterday. Maybe it was completed a few days ago. So they don't hold of that idea that it's that if you if it came out on if it was laid on Sunday on Yontif, it must have been completed on Shabbos. They might hold you can't prepare from Shabbos to Yontif or Yontif to Shabbos, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it was completed yesterday. Maybe it was completed today. Maybe it was completed three days ago. So therefore, they don't hold of Rabba. So therefore, that's why they don't hold of Rabba. Rabbi Yosef, we talked about the food, that like the, the, the apple of Philip's tree. Why doesn't he hold like Rabbi Yosef about the juices? A beitza is food, and fruits are food. It's not the same, it's, it's a juice. Rabbi Yosef, my time, Rabbi Yosef, 
the beitzah is is inside. It's like you know blua. It's uh, it's inside the chicken. Umashkin bluin, and the juices are inside the fruit. Lapukeperus the migli bakaima, as opposed to fruits which are exposed. They're out there, so therefore it's more comparable to the juices. Rather, the egg is more comparable to the juice than it's comparable to the apple. But in any case, we have four reasons why we have exera that on uh, that on a beitzah shenol de biyantif. Beishamay says you're allowed to eat it, and Beisil says you're not allowed to eat it. So we don't eat it, and we have, these are the various reasons brought down, and we'll continue with this tomorrow, Mitzvah Shem, here. Have a good day, everybody. Kol Tuf.